Welcome to the Truly Nourish Podcast. My name is Rebecca Laurel Hill. I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and life wellness expert. This podcast has one mission, to help women break free from dieting and overeating patterns and transform how they nourish themselves in body, mind, and soul. Each episode, we dive into teachings and tools that will help you find more peace and freedom with food, more enjoyment living in and caring for your body, and more happiness and fulfillment in your life overall. Thank you for being here. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful listeners. Welcome to today's episode. I'm wondering if you've ever set the intention to lose weight, went on a diet, lost weight, but then regained it all or maybe even more. And if you have, you're not alone. You're like many other people. This is a very common occurrence with dieting. And for so many people, this can happen several times over and over again, which is why we hear phrases like yo-yo dieting or weight cycling. And how frustrating, right? Because Dieting itself is work. It takes your attention, it takes your focus, it takes your commitment. And typically when someone decides to start a diet, they feel a great sense of hopefulness. They tell themselves, this time I'm going to stick to it, this time I'm going to lose the weight for good, and I'm going to feel so much better. And for a while, most people can stick to the diet rules or to the tracking and the counting or to the specific food plan, and this sense of control feels good, especially when you begin to lose weight and maybe even receive compliments. But then eventually something happens and we fall off track. We go to a party and eat the dessert, or we have a stressful day and go straight to the fridge after work, or we go to a restaurant and think, you know what, I'm going to order something I really, really want just this once. Or we pass by the cookies or the ice cream at the grocery store and think, I've been doing so good, I deserve this. So we eat the food, we break the diet rules, and then we might feel frustrated that we fell off track. We might criticize ourselves for giving up our control. And often, Because we feel like we have already failed by breaking the rules, we figure we may as well eat more of whatever that we want. And sometimes we might binge where we feel out of control or have eating episodes where we get stuffed. And sometimes there is a part of us that will rationalize this as being okay because we tell ourselves that, well, in a couple days, I'm going to get back on track with my eating. And perhaps we do get back on track for a while, but then eventually it happens again. And this time we might stay off track for weeks or months or longer. Then any weight that was lost returns. And with that, we might feel bad about ourselves and our behaviors and also feel like a failure. And sometimes these very uncomfortable feelings that can happen will motivate us to try again and to go on another diet or to seek out another diet. And with that, also perpetuating the cycle of dieting and overeating. And when this cycle goes on for months or even years, many women can feel like they're weak or that they have no willpower 
or that they're a bad person for always regaining the weight or that they're lazy and can't count on themselves or they feel helpless and don't know what they can do to lose the weight or they may feel ashamed of themselves for repeated failures or ashamed of their body or appearance by gaining more weight, regaining weight. And if this is you in any way, just know that it's not your fault because the flaw is in the dieting itself, not in you. And to understand the flaws of dieting, be sure to listen to episodes 8 and 9 where I specifically talk about that. But basically, the deprivation caused by dieting in both our mind and also in our psychology and our body as well, our biology, this deprivation naturally causes our body and brain to drive us to break through any restraints of the diet in which the diet imposes on us. And then we find ourselves feeling out of control with food. Our mind and body have a natural response to the deprivation induced by dieting, which causes us to eat more food than we need and to typically also eat foods we might consider to be bad or off limits. So I want to emphasize that any perceived failures you've had with dieting and any accompanying negative feelings you've had as a result of that are all normal reactions to the cycle of dieting. And regardless of why you first started dieting or regardless of the types of diets you've tried or even the number of pounds you've maybe lost and regained, it is not your fault. The fault is in the system of dieting. And statistics back this up and research on dieting backs this up. And perhaps you've even heard the phrase, diets don't work. Yet many people still hope that they'll be the lucky one, and they hope that I'm going to be the one that can make it work long term, and they often think they just need to find their determination, and then the pounds will stay off, or they hope if they can just find the right diet, it will work out for them, it'll be great, and they'll be thin. And this allure of dieting is everywhere. We're bombarded with marketing promises that once we become thinner by dieting, then everything in our life will change for the better. So, you know, we easily gravitate towards dieting because it's marketed heavily, not only as the way to lose weight, but also marketed heavily as, you know, going to make your life better and make it everything that you've ever wanted it to be. But is that true? (laughs) If you feel this way, you know, be sure to listen to episode 13 about why being thinner can't make you happier. I go into that whole topic. So I won't go into that now, but it's just to question, is it really true that losing weight, becoming thinner, especially through the process of dieting, that that's going to change your life for the better? Is that really true? Now, I do believe and know that we all can be happier But if we chase our happiness through dieting or through weight loss, we can never find the true happiness that we're seeking because happiness comes from the inside. We create it through our minds by how we think and by how we relate to ourselves and meaning how we think about ourselves and how we relate or think about our lives. So happiness is an inside job. So no matter if you lose the weight or not, 
you might get a temporary high from losing the weight, but it won't give you the true happiness that you're seeking. So be sure to go listen to that episode uh, 13. And just as a side note, I want to mention this. It's been shown that dieting can actually decrease happiness by increasing depression, increasing social withdrawal in people, also fatigue and irritability, and uh, often a reduced sex drive in people due to the psychological and biological consequences of dieting that I talked about in past episodes. And for me, it's not 100% comfortable to admit it, but I'm a testament to all of these. I experienced all of them during my eating disorder. And this happens because the restriction of dieting and also the fear of food that dieting creates in a person once again causes those biological imbalances in our brain chemistry. And studies have found that the more diets women have been on, the more severe their depressive symptoms can be when they compare dieters to non-dieters. So dieting can really have a negative impact on a person's emotional life and can greatly inhibit a positive connection between our body, mind, and spirit. And okay, now you may be thinking, well, Rebecca, I hear you and you've made a case against dieting. I'm always making a case against dieting, right? And perhaps you even see in your own life that dieting hasn't worked well for you. And if so, then, well, what is the solution? You may be wondering, do I have to give up on my goal of weight loss? Do I have to give up on my goal of being a healthy, balanced eater? And the answer is no, not at all. I'm only encouraging you to give up on the idea that dieting is the answer and to think about making a decision to stop futile attempts at dieting, any more of those, and to instead reclaim that energy and time and put it into something that allows you to really take back your life by establishing a normal relationship with food. And yes, this process does require you to come to a place of acceptance with yourself and your body, but acceptance of the current situation never means not ever changing. And in episode 11 of the podcast, I discussed how accepting yourself can change you into who you desire to be. So also check out that episode or re-listen to it. And this new way also means deciding to really take good care of your needs to finally stop depriving yourself and to nourish your true hungers, not only for your body through your biological hunger and fullness cues, but also for your mind and soul. And it means learning how to eat from within by allowing your body to lead, allowing your body to tell you how much to eat, but also by allowing your body to guide you for the best foods for you to eat, the ones that give you the energy and the vitality that you also deserve. That's also part of this process. It's not just hunger and fullness. And imagine eating when you're biologically hungry and needing food and also eating the food that you're really loving and hungry for and that works well in your body and then stopping when you're moderately full and comfortably full, no longer having binging episodes, feelings of being out of control, no longer feeling deprived or over hungry and all of those anxieties and obsessions that food rules and tracking and counting and measuring or, you know, omitting foods and forbidding foods can create in our lives. 
And for your mind, this new way means talking to yourself in ways that creates self-encouragement instead of self-criticism and thinking thoughts that create peace inside of you instead of anxiety, especially when it comes to the relationship with food and thinking thoughts that create happiness for you instead of depression, especially around areas of your, your body or your weight. And for your soul, it means allowing yourself fulfillment in your life now to allow yourself to live an enriching life now instead of depriving yourself of the things that bring you the most happiness and joy in your life until someday when I've finally found my control with food or I finally lost the weight and and so on. And oftentimes if we're depriving ourselves in our lives in some way and our soul feels malnourished, we'll turn to food for all of our pleasure or comfort. It's like our way of coping and our way of finding pleasure when we're not living those fulfilled ways in our life. And so we want to enrich our lives now in the right way so that we seek out food less as our means of pleasure or fulfillment and joy. And now the skill of eating in harmony with your body and your biological hunger can be called attuned eating. That's often what you hear it called, attuned eating, being attuned, in tune uh, with your body as your guidance and system for eating. And this is truly the way we were born and designed by nature to eat. And it has immense rewards. But so often, we lost that ability. We Every single one of us had it as a baby. But as soon as we start to grow up and you know, <laughs> get out into the world and in the environments of our families and so- social and school and all the things and then the dieting and the weight loss culture, just, you know, life, basically, we start to lose that connection. And we can even become emotional eaters at a very young age. You know, there's so many things that we could talk about here. But basically, We are born and designed by nature to eat this way, and we can relearn how to do that in this very balanced way that is perfect for our bodies. And for starters, those immense rewards are that it allows you to end overeating. It allows you to feel calm around food, and it allows you to end the preoccupation with food and eating that drains your mental and emotional energy. And relearning the skill of attuned eating and how to really be in harmony with your body and its guidance was one of the pivotal things that helped me to get out of binge eating. And today, this is the skill that I live by and allows me to enjoy any food that I want and quite effortlessly manage my weight. Whereas before, I would eat until stuffed, Several days a week, I felt out of control a lot of times. I'd obsess about food constantly. And if I wasn't stuffed, I was typically starving. And I was addicted to exercise as a means to compensate for my chronic overeating. And once again, this skill was pivotal in helping me to break free from all of that. And although attuned eating It is a simple skill to learn. It is also a process in order to be mastered, and it requires daily practice. It's like any other skill. You just have to show up and practice it every day, and you get better at it and better at it and better at it, 
And in that process, you also, though, are regaining so much of your freedom mentally and also um, in terms of your time and energy and all those things. But imagine if you could take all of the hard work now and and then also the ambition. If you've dieted several times, you're a very ambition ambitious woman. Um, and, and imagine, you know, even though this process takes work and requires practice, it's fruitful in the end. <laughs> you know, imagine taking all the effort and ambition that you put into dieting and instead put that into learning something that leads you to experience the immense relief that comes with learning how to be in tune with your body and with letting go of deprivation and with making peace with food and yourself. And also being able to eat in harmony with your body does more than solve your problems with food. I believe it allows you to really take back your life because when you end dieting and you relearn how to eat in this normal way through the guidance of your body, you are then in a greater position to make important changes in any area of your life because you've reclaimed so much of that mental energy, that time also reclaimed some of your emotional um, balance. And when food no longer constantly beckons you and you feel at ease with your eating, you can more easily learn how to deal with feelings without reaching for food if you are an emotional eater. And also as you learn to eat according to your body's physical cues instead of according to what dieting methods tell you to do, you have a gr much, much greater ability to learn how to feel comfortable in your body because you are in a partnership with your body and also then more trusting and respectful towards yourself as well. So not only does it have the, you know, the wonderful thing of stopping overeating habits and you know feeling out of control with food and the binging and, and all those sorts of things that we can do uh it also carries over into our relationship with our body and our relationship with ourselves and as you are better able to meet your physical and psychological satisfaction that comes from recognizing and meeting your needs with food and eating you are then able to become more empowered to meet your needs in really any area of your life and I want to share this quote by Johan von Gouda, which is, as soon as you trust yourself, you will know how to live. The self-trust you develop by relearning the skill of how to eat in harmony with your body and in honor of yourself opens up the door to improving and up-leveling any area of your life. We start with the food but it expands in so, into so much more. And I call this becoming the truly nourished woman. And if you're someone who wants to learn that skill of eating from within so that you can end overeating habits and find true power around food, but also so that you have that ability to lose weight or maintain your weight without food rules or restrictive dieting methods and just in the natural way that you're designed to do it, then stay tuned because I will be offering a new course that will be a deep dive into teaching you exactly how to do this. And I will teach you the process of how to go from being a chronic overeating dieter into being a truly nourished woman, body, mind, and soul.
And also, if you do find the podcast valuable and you enjoy listening to it, please leave a review or ratings on iTunes or wherever you listen. Share with family or friends who may benefit. I greatly appreciate the support in getting this message out there. Until next time, sending you lots of love. Bye-bye. Are you a woman who wants to end cycles of overeating and dieting so that you can experience greater health and well-being, more peace and freedom around food, more vibrancy and more feelings of joy and confidence in your body? If so, I have a comprehensive self-study course called Food Freedom Body Bliss where you can learn step-by-step how to create just that. Go to RebeccaLaurelHill.com forward slash FFBB to learn more.